I'm Josh Michael. I play Jared on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to So Wizard Podcast. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you said people are going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. Let's meet my co-hosts. First off, we've got Mr. Marky Markellis Reagans. Oh, yeah. Some people can read War and Peace and come away thinking it's a simple adventure story. Others can read the ingredients of a chewing gum wrapper and unlock the secrets of the universe. Lex Luthor. <laughs> right. And uh, <laughs> this weekend, Aubrey, is the queen of all nerds, is on assignment at AwesomeCon. So filling in, we went to the bench and brought in Mr. Montego Bradley straight from Fans on Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, indeed. Video killed the radio show. Star. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Thank you for having me, fellas. I'm super. I'm, I'm feeling so good. I had I had a bad day today. I podcast. I had a bad day. I did some stuff. I had a bad day, but that's it. I'm coming on so wizard later on today, so I'm gonna have a good day. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. That's right. We are glad to have you, so you can make us look terrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are a much much better podcaster than us. <laughs> that's bullcrap. That's bullcrap. Nerd <laughs> podcast mafia. We we all got our strengths and weaknesses. You know, so shoot. Mine is patience and bothering people and making them uh, zip up the shirts and, you know, <laughs> pull up their pants and <laughs> quit acting like that. Quit leaning. <laughs> Mine is uh, being too sexy. It really affects our listenership because women spontaneously orgasm when listening to the show. <laughs> oh, so. gracious. Well, there you go, man. Strengths and weaknesses all That's wrapped right. up. What, what about you, Mark? Uh, I have no weakness. I'm perfect. I agree. <laughs> I, you came and came and beat my cheeks on my own show, so no, <laughs> you got damn it perfect to do that, Jack. <laughs> no, well, I had a lot. I had a lot of fun on your show, dude. We have to do some kind of like movie trivia thing where all of us get together and do something because that was a lot of fun. All, that's all it is. Is just just trivia. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you, the listener, are listening to So Wizard Podcast, episode number one hundred and ninety-one. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to talk some news. We've got a listener question, and then we're going to get a full review and reaction to Steven Spielberg's newest movie, Ready Player One. Uh, But before we get into all that, Mark, how are you this week? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm still working my way through the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, moving very slowly, but I'm, I'm trying to get there. Uh, um, infinity war is coming up really soon. So I got to really, uh, put the pedal to the metal. Uh, you're on the second it. half of iron man. I'm at the, uh, the opening crawl of a uh, captain America, the first Avenger, but I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Excellent. And Montego, you're having a bad day, but is it going to get better? Man, the day has got better so already, man. I'm feeling good, you know. It, it was a bad day, but, you know, things happen, man. But it's been a good week. Everything has been going the way it's supposed to be. I, you know, I got a good uh, podcasting crew, 
And uh, we got to do some things. So I'm feeling good, man. You know, ready to get this on, man. Saw, saw some movies, saw a few movies this week. I, I got that. I finally got that movie pass sorted out. So it actually works. Nice. So, uh, nice. Enjoying that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So free movies. Well, almost free. Pretty good. Awesome. And if people haven't heard of you before, where are you from and what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this strange dude? Where is the fine woman? Where's Where's this jerk all in the way? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm from Fans on Patrol. We're part of the Nerdcast, Nerd Podcast Mafia. Um, what it's, it's three of us and we um, we review movies and we uh, do nerd news a lot like uh, Soul Wizard. We play games. We, we review comic books. We try to hit everything that that a, a nerd can grab in that week and uh, just have some fun with it. And our whole goal is just to, to, to make sure the people is having fun. As long as everybody is we're feeling good, we feel like the people is feeling good. And we're on episode 183 coming out tomorrow. So, uh, well, this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, about time the show comes out, our show should probably be out too. So, you know, fans of Patrol, man. Awesome. I listen to your show every week and I'm not just saying that because you're here. <laughs> I, I appreciate that though, man. You know, I, I listen to, I, I try to hit every nerd podcast, uh, uh, weekly, but some of them, sometimes I miss a few, but it's, it's a few I don't, I don't miss. I ain't gonna say who that is, but one of them is y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We we definitely appreciate it, man. And I and I've said it before. Your show is one of the only podcasts that I listen to while I'm driving in my car. And people must think I'm crazy because I'm screaming at my uh, phone as I listen to some of the stuff. Because some of the stuff I I agree with, some I disagree. But I'm always like, what? What are you talking yeah. about? I want to instantly like take my phone and start texting you guys. But uh, yeah, uh, it's always somebody to piss you off on our show. Either me, <laughs> Tev, smooth, mostly not smooth. Yeah, ne- smooth <laughs> almost never. He is. I I love smooth's. Um, I just love his take on his take on movies. Like there's no, there's you'd never know when you put a movie in front of, of smooth. Like smooth, what's your opinion on this? You'd never know what he's gonna say, and I love that. Love that. Yeah. Unpredictable. Yeah. You should see the look on my face sometimes with some of the shit he's saying. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> God, all right. Fine. Yeah. All, all right. right, all right, all right. Enough about other people, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about us. That's right. Yeah, we're all right. Why don't you uh, tell me something, Mark? Sure, Joey. What would you like to know? What do you know about social media? Hmm. All right, so everybody can go to SoulWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week along with movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix picks from our buddy Adam Wallyhawk. Our Soul Wizard Podcast merchandise is right there so you can purchase some swag, represent the show, look good while you're doing it. Uh, a good way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through our website. Uh, we have a link there. It's a big A. Click on that. Get your items from Amazon and you can help out So Wizard too. Uh, you can also find our social media links right there on the website. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five star review while you are there. Uh, review us on podknife.com. Uh, you can find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Satchel, Google Play Music. We are also on Spotify and also on Powercast 97.9 Internet Radio. Uh, you can also find us on the nerdpodcastmafia.com along with some other amazing podcasts. Back to you, Joey. Stop! Hurting my head, please, alien. And that's how I felt after listening to that song. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what was that magical piece of music, Mark? <laughs> well, Joey, that, Joey, you would know more than I would. Uh, that is a uh, recommendation from you, uh, and I want, it's Bad Barbie. Bad baby. <laughs> no, also known as the Cash Me Outside girl. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you say the 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 hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? What does that mean? What I just said. Mm. Wait, oh, hold on. Let me make sure I get it right because I know our fans are going to want to uh, pull that up and listen to it. It's Wait, is it? Is it? No, it's Bobby. Bad Bobby, right? <laughs> no, it's Bad is Baby. Is it Baby? Oh, okay. All right, I'm looking at it. Wrong. All right, so yeah, Bad Baby, the Catch Me Outside Girl featuring Lil Yachty. That song is called Gucci Flip Flops. Gucci Flip Flops. <laughs> One of Joey's personal favorites. Right, right. It popped right up in my uh, suggestions on YouTube. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> and then the next day when I looked at it, it had 2.1 million views. So. Oh, my God. How is this girl making money? I don't understand what is wrong with this world. That's, 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 that's booty shaker heavy, man. You know, just <laughs> do a little booty shaking and start talking. And next thing you know, you're a millionaire. Oh, my God. Check the wristwatch, Mark. You know, <laughs> diamonds falling off the clock. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she's enjoying her 14.59 seconds minutes of fame. Because uh, <laughs> no a year from now, no one's going to know who the hell she is. Maybe she can tour when we're like 50. She'll be touring in like <laughs> the like hits of the. 2010s <laughs> tours where like one ba- one band plays and they all come out and sing like a song. <laughs> Hits from the month of uh, April 2018 tour. That's right. <laughs> Just one song. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Enough about that. <laughs> uh, Mark, uh, you know, I would kill for a uh, Bad Baby and <laughs> Ico the Rain Man mashup or crossover. That would be amazing. But, uh, Mark, why don't you um, drop some news on us? Let's get this party started right. All right. <laughs> you got it. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark, show us what you're working with. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I want to reach through this microphone and just give you a, a nice smack sometimes. All right. So uh, this week uh, we had a lot of nerd news. We had so much nerd news that I had to cut some stuff out, but I'm going to try to hit all of the big ones. Uh, So let's start with the uh, let's start. Let's start in the DC cinematic universe. Let's go back. there. no. (laughs) We have to go back. (laughs) We have to go back to the DC EU. A little bit of casting news hot on the heels of the announcement that. um, Oh, God, what is her name Uh, from? From Saturday Night Live. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. On the news that Kristen Wiig is going to be playing Cheetah, we now have word that Pedro Pascal from the TV show Narcos and also from uh, the Kingsman sequel that came out a little while ago is cast in Wonder Woman. Uh, Not sure if he's playing a villain or if he's playing a love interest. Uh, This seemed to set the internet on fire because everyone likes this guy. I thought he just looked like a Spanish Justin Timberlake when I saw him in Kingsman, but... You know, (laughs) I thought he did all right, Um, but I'm not really too excited. I haven't watched Narcos. I heard it was pretty good. But uh, yeah, yeah. Pedro Pascal and Wonder Woman, they're moving right along. Um, Montego 
what do you think about Pedro and Wonder Woman? Well, I, I really like this dude, man. Um, he hasn't done anything that I've disliked so far. He was um, in a movie I'm going to mention people don't like at the Great Wall, but I liked him in it. Uh, he was in um, The Kingsman. I liked him in it. Played a very different role. Played a cowboy. Um, Game of Thrones. He was he was a big character on there for a hot second. And um, I like him, man. I've never seen Narcos either, but he has an accent, man. So he'll fit in. Who knows where he's going to be because he's uh, a bad guy, good guy. So he don't have to fake an accent and, you know, make it up or something. Just sound like uh, you know, Diana. But uh, mm-hmm. whatever he's going to do, man, he, he's, I think he's fine. I, I really like him as an actor. So he couldn't do anything but help the situation. And, um, you know, you, you you got Cheetah is going to be on on the, in the thing. And so, you know, Cheetah's never really been a big, big bad. She's been like a big thug. Yeah. And because of that, you you, you figure that maybe it's going to be somebody that's going to be bigger, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who knows? And I guess it's going to be like uh, in modern times now. I would have to, I would think, you know? So who knows, man? But thumbs up for me. Go ahead, dude. You know, do, show us your stuff. Give us another accent. Shoot. You know, I kind of I forgot he was in a uh, great wall. He was actually really good in that movie. The and, wall? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the wall, brother. Look at that. That's the wall. That's the wall up there, brother. No, the great wall with Matt Damon. Oh. <laughs> so, Joey, how about you do? Are you familiar with Pedro? And what do you think about him being a Wonder Woman? I know who he's going to play. You know who he's going to play? Who's he going to play? Chester Cheetah. <laughs> 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 oh boy <laughs> from the cheetah family it's a family right. family of cheetahs it's about family <laughs> wipe its hands on the drapes <laughs> i hate cheetos so much i would surrender if someone wanted to touch me with cheetos covered hands <laughs> i saw enough of them working at gamestop for years um <laughs> Yeah, dude, Mark, you didn't see him in Game of Thrones. You never got that far. No, no, I know. That's that's my other thing that I have to do is try to uh, finish up Game of Thrones before the last uh, season starts next year. Remember how much you how depressing and how much you hated the Red Wedding? Yes, that was my yeah. turning point. <laughs> Don't get attached to uh, Pedro. Okay, <laughs> right, Joey. Goodness gracious, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> He was liking him so much too. He was like, "Oh God, this is my dude." Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, he's a cool actor. I loved him in Game of Thrones, and I really liked him in Kingsman, even though that was a bit of an uneven movie. Um, so yeah, cool. I mean, I, I'm I can't say I'm super excited for Wonder Woman, but we'll, we'll see what they do with it. If it's going to be in more modern times, I'm a little more interested. We got a, a possible good villain. Uh, well, we'll see. You know. Can't be worse than uh, Justice League, Batman versus Superman, Suicide Squad, or Man of Steel. So, All right, what do you guys think the odds are that Chris Pine is going to pop up back in this movie, uh, Joey? He's going to show up as a ghost and be like, "You must go to the Dago bus system." <laughs> I knew you're going to say that. Wonder Woman's going to be like Dago bar. <laughs> Kyle, no. <laughs> All right, what about you, Montego? Do you think Chris Pine is going to pop up in part two? You know, I, I hadn't even given it a thought, but, you know, of course, it would be some memory that they didn't show in the first one, something real fast or something, but mm-hmm. it couldn't be anything more than that. Hopefully, you you guys remember the old Wonder Woman TV show, oh. you know, with um, the real fine Wonder Woman with Linda Carter? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember, it was like a Steve Trevor, yep. and he was in World War II, and then, like, she got to modern times, which was the 70s. And it was like supposed to be like his like grandson or something like that. It was the same actor. 
You guys remember that? But he, he was. I don't remember that specifically, but I know Captain America was like gonna hook up with Agent Carter, and then he's like, "Oh, uh, your niece is here. Great, <laughs> I'll take that." <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I blame him because she was looking good, but that was really creepy and weird. It, it was. It was creepy. It was, it was creepy on the for us because we knew, but he didn't know who that was. He's, he's like, hey, this girl, fine. I like her. She's just a special agent assigned by uh, Nick Fury. He didn't. He good, didn't. Job, good job at the funeral. Give me some sugar, bitch. <laughs> right. uh, it wasn't long, was it? <laughs> it got over that quick. Yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. No, but I, I, I um, I, you know, he probably, they'll probably use him, especially if they, they, they probably pay for some kind of likeness or something like that to, to give her a flashback of, of, of energy or something. Who knows? Yeah. But probably. Yeah, he was the he was like one of the best parts of the of the first movie, so I'm sure they're gonna bring him back. And and I said it before, we didn't see a body. Like we know he was on a plane, we know that the dude had a parachute, and we know the plane blew up. So he could still be around. That's all I'm saying. I think he's gone, Mark. I think he's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would, it would be it would be an emotional. Uh, the bullshit meter would go off the rails if it turns out that he was alive, Damn. that he didn't die. But I'm saying we didn't see a body. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. So now switching over to Marvel news. Speaking of uh, heroes that uh, died and came back, Captain Marvel is casting, and uh, it looks like our buddy Clark Gregg, he of uh, Agent Coulson, Agents of Shield, is going to be in Captain Marvel. Now, seeing how it takes place in the '90s, supposedly we're going to get Nick Fury with two eyes. But uh, I think it's cool that Coulson is coming back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe on the big screen. I'm psyched for this. Uh, Montego, oh, you know, um, and before, he's not the only one that's coming back. Uh, we're also going to get uh, Lee Pace as Ronin from Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, Jaiman Hansu, who played uh, Karat in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So mm-hmm. both of those characters are coming back, too, for this prequel, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I'm psyched. Montego, what do you think about our boy... Uh, Agent Coulson coming back for uh, on a big screen. Well, this is this is cool, man. Because if you if you're gonna do this, this is how you do it. You don't you know pull the old switcheroo and then start a whole TV show you know with this character who's supposed to be dead, which was the you know the emotional uh, you know juice to get the heroes to be heroes. That mm-hmm. you know it's always a little cheap. So for them to to do it this way, this is how you do it. You do a flashback movie, and you can bring back characters who you know you've could have been a little bit more developed. Now you can develop the hell out of Ronan. You can develop, you don't have to develop uh, Coulson because, you know, if you watch the TV show, you you know all about him. So, but it, it'd be nice to see him in his, uh, the cinematic universe. And um, the, uh, you know, what's his, how do you say his name, Mark? Dai Hachu? Jaiman Hansu? Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, develop his character a little bit because he only was there for a second in Guardians of the Galaxy. So you can do some, you can do some real sweet stuff with these characters now, and and that's how you bring them back. You bring you bring them back in a flashback, and there's no bullshit. It's just like okay, cool, you know. So I, really smart, really really smart, and it belongs because this character belongs with with those characters in the comic book. So it's perfect. You guys are gold star from Marvel again, man. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, Joey. Now, what do you think about this? This is. You know, this is kind of going up against everything that we've seen so far as far as the TV universe and the movie universe, like, connecting. Hashtag, it's all connected. <laughs> so yeah. excited. I am so excited. I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It is so good. <laughs> oh, that's right. You do you do still watch that show, don't you? Yeah. Uh, I know not too many people do, and I don't blame them. The first half of season one was an abomination, but mm-hmm. it's so good. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm excited to see more Ronan. I really liked him. Um, yeah, it's this is going to be awesome. I'm super pumped for Captain Marvel. Especially it's taking place in the 90s. There's like pictures of her on set wearing like flannel shirts tied around her waist. <laughs> <laughs> That's all soundtracked by Nirvana and Soundgarden. So, dude, it is so. I'm going to keep banging this drum, and I have been for like years. It is so easy to bring back Agent Coulson in the recent movies. You just have. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ends. Yep. So, uh, I don't know. Is it this year? I guess it could end this year. Mm-hmm. He dies in the last episode mm-hmm. when whoever defeats Thanos gets the glove back. Boom. And resurrects <laughs> everybody. They <laughs> bring him back too. alive. <laughs> and if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it means more to you than if you didn't. But <laughs> if you only watch the movies, hey, he died in the first Avengers and he's back in the fourth one. Mm-hmm. That is that. That's 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 smart. That's real smart. That, I, that that's real smart. God damn it! I wish I had a sound <laughs> drop. That's real smart, man. Goodness, goodness. <laughs> I like that. So yeah, I'm just glad that uh, Jaiman Hansu is coming back because he uh, like when Black Panther was getting cast when they were putting everyone together in that movie. I'm like, oh, he's definitely going to be in that movie. And then I remember, oh, he's already in Guardians of the Galaxy, so he can't. Yep, he can't double dead. dip. I know, I'm like, yep. <laughs> well, he might not be dead. They just ripped that thing out of his head so they could always put it back. For uh, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. When I when they were uh, cast enough for Black Panther, when they were talking about Black Panther years ago, I was like, he should be Black Panther. He mm-hmm. should be Black Panther. But then he you got weren't him. you weren't cheering for Wesley Snipes to be Black Panther. <laughs> no, I never was cheering for old Wesley. Man. You know, he was Blade. That was enough for him. And you know, who knows what? Who knows what the uh, the the accent would have sound like? Oh God, I, <laughs> that would have been terrible. Yeah, I think it would have been. You know, but uh, yeah, I was uh, I was rooting for this guy, man. I was like, yeah, he would be perfect. Already got the accent. Already from Africa. Mm-hmm. Already got a good physique. You know, pretty good actor. So yeah. never he, happened though. He did the, he did the voice for uh, T'Challa in that Black Panther animated comic book that. Just got released mm-hmm. a little while ago. So he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's already ready for it. All right. So let's stick with the Marvel news. Uh, I hope you guys aren't too excited for uh, Dark Phoenix or the New Mutants movie because uh, they're not coming out as when they said they were. They are getting pushed back again. Well, at least uh, New Mutants is. Uh, mm-hmm. Dark Phoenix is getting pushed. It was going to be coming out in November of, of uh, this year. Now it's coming out in that sweet money grabbing spot of February of next year. You know, hmm. in the in the rain in the uh, lines of a uh, Deadpool and Black Panther, they're gonna try and get that February money, uh, and they're also adding ten million dollars worth of reshoots. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> they're, they're they're trying to you know they're trying to juice it up a little bit. And uh, New Mutants got pushed back for a second time. Uh, this one is going to be coming out next summer, uh, next August, and they are adding An- Antonio Banderas to the cast and. Uh, they're gonna bring a little bit more horror to it uh, instead of uh, instead of the sci-fi. They're gonna amp up some of that horror magic. So, um, mm. so Joey, let's start. Yeah. Let's start with you, dude. Give me your give me your thoughts on Dark Phoenix and uh, New Mutants being pushed back. All right. So Dark Phoenix at least has a built-in excuse. They screen tested a few times. Allegedly, it did well. Yep. But they they can't. They want to do some more reshoots on the ending, but to be able to get Sansa Stark and Jennifer Lawrence and Michael Fassbender right. <laughs> all in the same place at the same time, 
uh, they have to push it back a few months and then that throws a schedule off. So that, I mean, that's plausible, right? That, that, that sounds like an excuse that makes sense, right? I didn't know that was the reason. Wow. Goodness gracious. Okay. Makes sense. I'll, I'll watch Sansa Stark in anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, new mutants is that's scary, man. It, the movie was done. It was done. They were, it was supposed to be out already, <laughs> right? We we all we should be reviewing it on next week's episode. <laughs> they have a poster for it at uh, Aguam Cinemas, Mark, <laughs> and it awful. has the release date <laughs> that should have already came out. So the the movie was done. They watched it and said, "Nah, you know what? We need to reshoot half the movie and add two new characters." Mm-hmm. That is scary. Uh, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be. <laughs> Terrible. I wouldn't be surprised if they dumped that on Netflix. You know, it, it's probably going to go straight to uh, the new Disney, the new Disney streaming site since they bought all the Fox stuff. Straight to Hulu. It's going to go. Uh, but that's the thing. If if Netflix will step in and and pay them for the like like they did for Annihilation and like they did for uh, Cloverfield. Yep. And be like, okay, you guys spent sixty million dollars on this. Here's sixty million dollars in one cent. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have the movie exclusively. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Oh, man. Say it ain't so, man. Uh, New Moons is one of my favorite properties, man. I, God damn it. Don't do that. Yeah, I was starting to warm up to that girl playing magic, but, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Montego, are you disappointed about the uh, Dark Phoenix and New Mutants being pushed back? Well, you know, the a- the X-Men been kind of bothering me for a while, man. You mm-hmm. know, Um the last movie, I think when we reviewed it, I said uh, I think I like it. But the long, the more I see it, and the, and the you know the more time goes past, the more I really don't like it. And I guess listening to Tiff talk about it on our show, uh, talking about the scenes when they were standing around like a like a boy band and a on a rock, <laughs> you know, on a cover on a rocks and shit. I was like, damn, you're absolutely right. This is terrible, you know. <laughs> so, so I don't care. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be Aubrey today. I, I don't care. Man. You know, I don't care whether they um. It when it comes out because I'm not looking forward to it at all. But I mean, of course we're gonna see it. Of course we're gonna view it, and I hope to be surprised when I do. But yeah, that last movie sucked, man. You know, and the, everything about it. But yeah, so no, I'm not. And then they did the Dark Phoenix already, so I've I've never really been stoked about the storyline. They didn't do it good. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're gonna do it good now, but still, man, we we kind of know how it go, you know. So damn, couldn't y'all? Yeah, just- you're not excited for them to screw it up again. <laughs> No, I'm not excited for them to screw it up again, Joey. <laughs> you know? I want to see you just you're striking out every time you come up to bat, you know. But as far as the new mutants are concerned, I we saw that trailer, man, and I, I just kicked it on his strong. I was like, what the hell am I watching? I get it. Magic is a character, you know, from the dark land, but it, she didn't always embody everything of the story. You know, it was a lot of the stuff that, like the CW was made out of. The kids were interesting, you know, and. You just just like to see what what they were gonna get into next, and so. But they went so hard on the trailer with you know people getting yanked into dark rooms, screaming and shit. You know, you was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the real horror. And the and the thing is, they're they're trying to watch uh, Black Lightning, but they can only use the CW app. <laughs> <laughs> That's why everyone's screaming and running. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm 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 glad they're adding. They're supposed to be adding Warlock, right? Is what what I I'm hearing I'm seeing allegedly. If if they add him, one of my favorite characters, good. You know I don't give it, people. Oh, it's gonna be cartoony. Put him in it, damn it, because he's good. I love I love him. 
But ten million dollars—that's a whole almost a whole other movie, man. You know, mm-hmm. goodness gracious. So, it, Joey's right; it might be in trouble. But I don't want to see it on Netflix. Don't do it. Just spend the money, do what you're supposed to do, and, and put out a good movie. But I, I don't got my hopes up. I didn't never have my hopes up when I saw the first trailer. So there we go. Well, I mean, reshooting half the movie certainly worked well for Justice League. <laughs> No, it didn't. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. We reshooting half the movie showed it worked good for Rogue One. <laughs> ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ton of reshoots on that one, and the movie was dope. So you never know. That's true. That's true. Uh, I am not too familiar with the Dark Phoenix story, so I'm ready for it whenever it comes out. And uh, I like I like Sansa Stark too. So yeah, I'll watch it as Jean Grey. And I I like the Apocalypse. I know a lot of people don't didn't like it. I like that movie. Oh yeah. I remember on your podcast, <laughs> you said that. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, in in news that uh, broke a little while ago, I don't know how excited you guys were for uh, Jurassic Park 3, or Jurassic Park, Jurassic World 3. Uh, we already got the release date. It's coming out June 11, 2021. So uh, mark your calendars. You know, t- get your tickets now. Uh, but it looks like Colin Trevorrow, uh, the director of... Uh, Jurassic World 1 and the director of episode 9 for about five minutes is coming back for (laughs) (laughs) Jurassic World 3, Uh, which is, yeah, I think it's kind of a bold move. You know, as long as he doesn't put Bryce Dallas Howard back in the high heels to run through the jungle, I think it's cool. Uh, You know, he didn't get a chance to play in the Star Wars sandbox is good that Spielberg is bringing him back for Jurassic. I'm psyched for this. Montego, how do you feel about the director of part one? coming back for part three, even before we know how good part two is. I think they tripping. However, I did like part one. I enjoyed it for what it was. It's Jurassic Park. And you were never, ever, ever going to recapture that magic of seeing those dinosaurs, you know, for the first time. But I thought the movie was enjoyable. I didn't really care about the high heels. I only heard them, you know, a lot of women complaining (laughs) about the high heels. But uh, as a man, we don't wear high heels, but not all of us. And so, you know, I uh, it didn't bother me. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty good ride. The trailers for the second one, it makes me feel a little iffy, but I'm going to see it. I like Chris Pratt and, you know, she's uh, not bad on eyes either. So Mm -hmm. he's in for three. So I I like consistent directors, you know, to to see the vision all the way through. It's one of the things that is bothering me about Star Wars with, you know, with the they had uh, J.J. and then not J.J. And now they're going back to J.J., which I was very happy about. And so with this, at least the story will be consistent and it'll be the complete vision. So that's a good move, man. You know, you know, keep the same writers, keep the same storytellers, especially if it was successful. So, yeah, I think it's a good move. Mm-hmm. Good for him. All right, Joey, what about you? How do you feel about Trevorrow coming back? Um, it's, I'm completely indifferent. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people that l- like really hate on, on that guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure why. Because, I mean, has he, he's not made anything that was like no bad. You know, there, I don't think he's made a bad movie, um, but he hasn't made any movies where I'm like, whoa, Colin Trevorrow is making a movie. <sighs> Put it on the list. You know, he's not that kind of director. He's just a serviceable director. He's, he's Louis Letelier 2099. Why you keep bagging on my boy Louis Letelier, dude? I like that guy. Because <laughs> he's so generic. Mark. Shut up, dude. He is not. I watch. Like I said, I'm going through the Marvel movies and Incredible Hulk is 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 good. He did a really good job with that movie. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite ones, man. I love it. Thank you. I guess we'll just have to disagree when we get to the (laughs) hype train episode on that one. um, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, he did a good job with the first Jurassic World. He can clearly handle directing the movie. And so they just went back to him and said, hey, make another one. So 
Yeah. Now, the, the thing is, he lost a gig. Uh, he lost a Star Wars gig because the movie he made, Book of Henry, that came out last yep. year that I didn't see, like, I guess, bomb pretty bad. Yeah, but did you see a trailer for that? Did anyone, like, see that a trailer for Book of Henry and be yeah. like, whoa, that <laughs> is going <laughs> to look out Titanic. Set the world on fire. I never yeah. heard of it, man. I never heard of it until all that stuff went down. And all of a sudden, he was Josh Trank. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I mean, I'm sh- it might have been bad, but it was a small movie like a drama movie i mm-hmm. mean you, that's kind of how these things work you make a movie for yourself and then you make you make the movie for them which would be jurassic yeah. world which is a big hit and then they said okay go make your stupid five million dollar drama movie and it, nobody cared and then they, <laughs> you come back and you make another big movie I, I i didn't see book of henry i don't want to it didn't look interesting to me in any way shape or form but i can't imagine it was so bad that they had to take him off of Star Wars. There, there had to be something else going on there that we'll hey, never know about. Get your ass out of here! <laughs> I did hear rumors that he could just could not crack the story. So mm. now, see, here's the thing. I know that he was on. Um, he was on Saturday Night Live. He was like hanging out on Saturday Night Live. Did you hear the story, Joey, about him no. hanging out with um the week that Daisy Ridley was hosting the show? He was there because uh, one of the guys from Saturday Night Live is in Book of Henry. So. You know, Daisy really walks up to him and she's like, oh, so I, I guess you're doing, you know, episode nine, you know, tell me what my character is going to be doing. And he's like, really? You, you really want to do this now? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, all right. So he, you know, takes her over, um, you know, like a little bit to the side of the stage. And um, the guy that was the guy that's on the show that was telling the story, he couldn't hear what he was saying. But Daisy really was like almost in she was like in tears. She was like really loving where, where the character Ray was going to go for the next movie. Oh, boy. And um. And Mark Hamill, too, he was the same thing. He was really upset that Colin left uh, part nine because him and Colin had conversations about where Luke was going to go. And he was like, yes, Colin understands Luke Skywalker the way that I understand it. Like they were on the same page as far as where the character was going to go, because we know that, you know, Mark Hamill had his issues with the last one. So Mm -hmm. story wise, and he's written all three of the Jurassic World. So story wise, he seems like a good a good storyteller. The fact that he got kicked off of that, you might be right, Joy. There might be a little bit something more to it than just that one movie. Um, mm-hmm. But if he can get the actors that excited for it, I'm, you know, the guy's got to be, he's got to have something. Mm. Uh, I'm excited for Daisy Ridley, so. <laughs> maybe maybe he got a little too close to Daisy Ridley back there. Oh, you know? hey. <laughs> hey maybe, maybe something went down. <laughs> uh, I, I don't blame him. That might be worth losing a job. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, let me see. All right. So then we had a few trailers that dropped this week. The long awaited Scooby Doo prequel, Daphne and Velma. Uh, We've got the first look at the trailer. I know Joey has been excited for this forever. Uh, What did you guys think of this? It looks like straight to streaming service, Daphne and Velma prequel, uh, Joey. Oh, it looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. Well, I was expecting Velma to at least be attractive. Um, I, I was hoping she wasn't going to be a soft four, but here we are. Um, <laughs> Too many cosplays it, in your mind, man. Get yeah, out of here. Exactly. True. It looks it looks like something my daughter would have watched on Disney Channel like ten years ago and mm-hmm. fucking loved. Oh God. <laughs> All right. One. It looks exactly like that. It looks like High School Musical three. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> not interested even remotely, but I may make you guys watch it. Anyway. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> damn it. All right, Montego, what about you, dude? 
I think it looks fine, man, for the audience that it's shooting for. I think it, you know, it's it's for kids, and um, it, you know, they're doing a little, all the little goofy hijinks and stuff, and all of the, you know, kids who they're shooting for it will be fine. They'll mm-hmm. they'll love it, and the girls will be, you know, mixing it up, doing their thing, and it'll be great. But I, I, I would feel like a creeper watching this movie. I, you know, <laughs> no way. So anybody over the age of <clears throat> who's not watching it with their daughter or son. Mm-hmm. You, you got a problem, dude. <laughs> Yo, so no, I uh, it's fine for for what it is. It, it obviously was, you know, shooting for a younger audience, and it it looks it looks perfect. And you don't have to even worry about putting in that silly, terrible looking Scooby Doo CGI thing. So you know, <laughs> that's true. Keep the budget going, low, right? So I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if I was a five year old girl, I'd be really excited about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. See, my first question would be like, who the hell is Scooby Doo? But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> where's the dog at? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it looks awful, and I don't plan on watching it at all unless Joey makes me. So please don't. Right. There's so many more things that <laughs> you have no idea what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I can believe it. All right, so uh, the next trailer uh, was Darkest Mind. Dark, I'm sorry, dark, the Darkest Minds that came out, which looked like a kind of a, a ripoff of like like New Mutants or like Young X Men. Uh, yep, kids that were being kids with superpowers that were being rounded up by a government agency. Uh, it looks like one of those YA movies. Uh, it stars um, uh, oh, the girl that played Rue in the Hunger Games, uh, which I oh, thought yeah. was pretty cool. But, uh, you know, yeah, it looks fun. It reminds me of that movie Push with Chris Evans and Dakota Fanning like a few years ago. It's kind of like I never saw movie. that, but I keep seeing people online in the last like few weeks being like, that movie ruled, that movie ruled. <laughs> I love that starting movie. to become a cult movie now. I like Push, man. That's a good, that's a, a nice movie for a fanboy. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So what'd you, what'd you guys think of this trailer? Montego, what'd you think of it, dude? Um, ugh, I, I, I was sitting there and I was like, um, oh, I, this looks like a Netflix show. So this would be cool. <laughs> you know, I was like, this is all right. I, okay. I said, oh, they put some money behind it too. Cause the special effects was like kicking cheeks, man. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, look at that. They moving cars and shit, you know? And then it said August something, it was coming out. And I said, oh, wait a minute, it's coming to theaters, you know, cause the <laughs> acting looked like straight up CW. It was like heavy, like <laughs> heavy CW. And I was like, oh, if this is coming to theaters, this is, this is bad. Because if it's something on Netflix, you know, I'll watch it. But I'm I'm not going to the theaters to see this. Uh, it just, it looked, the acting looked super weak. The special effects look good, but the acting looked super weak. The story was even interesting, but it looked interesting for like a Netflix show, not for go pay your money and sit down or even do the free thing. And nah, I'm no, I I, I don't, I'm not going to see it. Not, not, not this way. Not mm. theaters. <laughs> no way. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> not, not like this. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> All right. So, Joey, what about you, dude? What'd you think of it? Uh, I like <laughs> fell asleep halfway through it. What? <laughs> it had your girl Mandy Moore in it, dude. I know. It was tough. It was tough to say no to Mandy Moore, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just like uh, halfway. Th- my eyes started like glazing over halfway through the trailer, and I like didn't care at all. <laughs> Mark uh, Montego's right. It, it looked like I was waiting for it to be a Netflix show or something. Mm-hmm. I was also waiting for it to be like based on the groundbreaking visionary young adult novel <laughs> to like flash yeah. across the screen or something. Actually, you know, I think it was. I think it is based on young adult novels. 
All I remember is that it said from the producers of uh, Stranger Things, and I'm like, ooh, that's got my attention. Yeah. I then, saw that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't mean anything. The producers, what? That's just like some random guy that like comes <laughs> to the set and is like, hey, clean up that craft table. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to say from the makers of, I, I literally thought of First Wave, which I never oh, saw, but yeah. I, that's what it looked like to me. I was like, oh, this looks just like that movie First Wave, you know. Did which I, I hear is bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was working at the, uh, I was working at the movie theaters when that was out and I like watched like about five minutes of it, you know, staying in the back of the theater and I'm like, wow, this is awful. <laughs> this is fucking <laughs> awful. Got the hell out of there. Yeah. Um, I can vouch that, you know, I have it on good authority. The books of that are a lot better than the movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure. But I, I wouldn't know. I don't read young adult <laughs> books. <laughs> yeah. You know, at the bookstore for the longest time, when Twilight was popular, they had a whole section that was called teen paranormal romance. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Specifically, directly. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to have a teen paranormal romance. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happening. <laughs> but I'm in love. But it's happening. <laughs> All right, all right. So, and then, all right. So, speaking of um, books for young adults, I guess. Uh, did you guys see the the last trailer that came out for Power Rangers Shattered Grid? Um, it was a trailer for a comic book, which was surprising to me. A comic book uh, event that's happening. Montego, you are all about comic books on the show. What did you think of this trailer? Oh well, I'm so into comic books that I didn't know that that's what it was about. You know, I was <laughs> just figuring this cat just made a trailer. You know, mm-hmm. just. Just cause, like that that awesome thing they did a few years ago with those, with that uh, <laughs> with Dawson, Wonder. Dawson's Creek yeah. in it. <laughs> it was a dope little movie, man. Dope little movie. Anybody <laughs> would get a chance to see that? That was good. But um, dude, I mean, eh, I'm not a Power Rangers fan, so I don't have that excitement. But mm-hmm. when I was watching this, I was like, I bet you Power Rangers fans, the real fans who like hated the the last movie that came out because it was you know so removed. From you know what they know as Power Rangers, they would probably love this shit, man. I was like, they look at the suit, and he looked a little tubby in the suit when he got up, man. You know, <laughs> he looked yep. a little odd. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, uh, I I think the fans, fans of real fans of the like, especially the very first couple of seasons of Power Rangers, would probably think it was great. You know, it had some seriousness to it, but it was still. When he put on that suit, you just couldn't take it serious no longer. When he stood up, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. <laughs> so it kind of blew it for me with the costume. But I, it looked interesting up until then. But he's a bad guy now. So that was interesting, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know enough about it to know that he he was the, he was the good guy and stuff. I think I saw the Power Rangers movie. I think I that's the only thing I saw. I had to take my little brother who was begging me. But that was about it, man. I, I really had no feelings on it because I'm not a fan at all. But, you know, I understand people like what they like, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Now, Joy, what about you, man? What did you think of this trailer? I know you're a Power Rangers fan. Oh, my God. Give me this all over my face right <laughs> yeah, I now. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> now, Joy, were you familiar that this was a, uh, a trailer for the um, the event that's happening through the comic books right now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. I got to go pick up the first issue um, at some point in the next few weeks. Dude, it's, but, it's sold out like everywhere. Supposedly. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, the internet See? will provide. <laughs> the fans. Goodness gracious. But yeah, he's playing, uh, it's, he's Tommy, but he's an alternate universe Tommy that never turned good. Then he killed all the Power Rangers (laughs) and now he's hopping dimensions, killing Power Rangers. So they're going to have every Power Ranger ever is going to team up to fight him. Yep. 
all of his Power Rangers, the Ninja Squad and the uh, the Donut Wild Maker. Wild Force, <laughs> Turbo, RPM. Well, that should be a short fight then. Not damn it, right? Because they powerful, right? He only one dude. <laughs> yeah, right? He's super powerful, though. Oh, okay. It's good. The Power Rangers comics have been surprisingly really good. So I read the one with the Justice League team up, and it wasn't that bad. I, I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I read that too. I read the I read the first issue of that one, and I, I like that one too. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool. Well, Joey, let, you got to let us know what you think of the the book. I'm I'm I think it's kind of cool that they're doing a story that incorporates all of those seasons of the TV show, like all of those characters, like all together. I think that's kind of badass. So uh, good for them. How long that show been on, man? <laughs> Forever. It started <laughs> when I was in high school, so '93. It's still on too, man. It's still on. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I. I used to run home from school much. <laughs> but I was like a sophomore or a junior in high school. So. Damn, it's like the damn Simpsons. Goodness gracious. I remember when Tommy came back as the White Ranger. <laughs> I remember that. I didn't watch it. But my me, and, uh, <laughs> me and my friend Corey, uh, like we, these, I, I might, we might even have told, told some girls to leave us alone because they were like, what are you guys doing after school? We got we to gotta go home. We got to go. <laughs> and we like ran back to my house singing White Ranger Tiger Power the whole time. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Don't tell nobody else that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It all worked out. <laughs> all right. Cool. Uh, all right. So that's, that is it for the news. That's all of it. All right. So what we're going to do now is answer a listener question. We do try to answer one listener question every week on the show. You can ask your question by emailing us at sowizardpodcast at yahoo.com or sliding into our DMs on social media. This week's question comes from Ray. Um, and some other people have asked this question a lot over the last couple months, and I know we've answered it in the past on the show, but I figured we'd give Montego a softball. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Ray asks, what is the worst movie you've ever seen in a movie theater? And not by choice because he knows that I've seen a lot of bad movies. <laughs> it's like, you know, I've seen The Room like six times. So um, what is the worst movie you've ever seen in the movie theater? Montego. Ooh. God damn. What a question. I wish I would have known it. Ooh, the worst one. Ugh, I almost walked out of District 9. I didn't Whoa. like District Nine. <laughs> I love that movie. I didn't like District Nine. It was they got uh, what well, they were. Uh, it bothered me, and so I wanted to walk out. And I stood up and I walked, and then it got better. But it was got to a point in the movie that I was like, I don't think I want to see this shit. And then I sat back down and I, I begrudgingly because I paid money. You know, you paid it. Ugh. But mm. yeah, I think it might be District 9, man, because it's the only time in history that I actually stood up and started walking. Now, there are a bunch of chick flicks that my wife used to make me go to that <laughs> was terrible. <laughs> but I don't think that really counts because I did not want to go to the movies. You know, I was just forced. Um, but yeah, I think it was District 9. Mama's House, that one. You remember that one movie? <laughs> Big Mama's House? No, not Big Mama's House with Martin Lawrence. It was the the one with that. Uh, it was the one where the mother was going to die. It was some crazy shit. And it, the movie just went, oh, I know what it is. Even worse than that. My wife made me go see Hope Floats, Sandra Bullock. That oh. was terrible. <laughs> I was sitting there like, can it, Can anything else worse happen to this, this, this lady? It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. But I, that, again, that wasn't my choice to mm-hmm. see that movie. But my, I did, my choice was District 9, and I almost walked out of it. So there we go. That, I right. can't. I can't believe you didn't like that movie, dude. I love that movie. Don't. If you didn't like that one, don't see Chappie. 
the the, the other movie I, that the director Chad, made. I knew it was the same director, and it looked it looked sad, man. You know, like they was gonna kill a robot, and he was a person. I was like, I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> I want to smile. All right, Mark, what about you? This is definitely one of the easiest questions ever because uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Hands down, the worst movie I've ever seen in the theaters. And uh, it's funny, I was just thinking about this the other day, listening to uh, Fans on Patrol, because you guys were doing like the video game movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this <laughs> one is my number one worst movie. Not the worst video game movie, worst movie ever. House, of, House of the Dead. I love that movie. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. And the only, I've never heard of that movie. The only reason I had to watch that movie is because I was uh, I was working at the theaters and I was helping out. Uh, they have to like screen the movies before. No, before they release them, like the that week. So they do, they do like a test screening just to make sure that everything is running fine. And I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking stay to two o'clock in the morning and get to watch a free movie. Sweet. <laughs> so I'm watching this movie and I'm like, oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. And I'm like, is- I'm ready to get up and leave. And I'm like, I gotta stay to the end because I have to. I promised them that I would watch the whole thing to the end. It was a fucking mistake in a half. So, Mark, that has one of my favorite lines in a bad movie ever. <laughs> when they confront the bad guy and they're like, why do you want to be immortal? And he's like, to live forever. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> but, but what? what? That, that's, that's the answer? <laughs> that's all I want, man. <laughs> don't, don't complicate this. I just want to live forever. <laughs> I'm watching the trailer now. It looks uh, god awful. Like, <laughs> my gr- my ex girlfriend came along on the trip, who also happened to be taking fencing classes. <laughs> <laughs> She's a warrior. <laughs> that, that 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 may or may not come into play later on in the movie. So right? please remember this. <laughs> That's great. I can't great. believe I I can't believe I actually saw that movie in the theaters. At least I didn't pay for it. But those yeah. hours of my life, I feel like I paid. I paid to see it in the movie theater (laughs) and I loved it and I own it on DVD. (laughs) Of course you do, Joey. (laughs) Of course. This looks terrible, man. Oh, it's it's bad. bad. It's it's real bad. They have the biggest rave of the year and there's like 10 people. (laughs) (laughs) It's horrendous. It's horrendous. That's a good uh, future. I hate you now. Watch. (laughs) Hey, was it, was it anybody famous in the movie that just was like down on their luck and just had to be in it? Or were they all uh, like Clint Howard? <laughs> and uh, there's a German actor that was in Das Boot. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. When Clint Howard is your your headliner or like the biggest <laughs> name in a roster, you know you're in trouble. Clint Howard, there he is, right there. <laughs> you know Clint Howard; he's in everything. Wow. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> Joey, Joey, what about you, man? Oh my God, there is no worse movie that I have ever seen in the movie theater than Jennifer Garner is Electra. <laughs> Electra. Never seen it. The physical pain of watching that movie <laughs> was just awful. It's so boring. <laughs> just like Montego. I mean, I've seen some stupid movies that my wife had wanted to see when we first started dating and she actually liked going to the movies. Like, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow is Emma. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow is Emma. Joey is putting a gun in his mouth. But, <laughs> but uh, I went to see a lecture of my own free will because I liked Daredevil. Mm, that was yeah, your I mean, first mistake. It was a different time. You have to understand. 
Yeah, we didn't what? get superhero movies mm-hmm. every See, three and, weeks. And it's just because it's pretty damn, it's, it's, well, it's better. Let me put it that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not horrendous. And <laughs> you didn't get superhero movies every week. So you were like, wow. See, Joey, I, right. People can't appreciate y'all get the shits all the time now. We, <laughs> we used to yeah. have to like, hang on to like Batman and Robin and stuff, man. You know, mm-hmm. we used to, with, with both hands. Yeah, I say this to my kids all the time. Like they they live in a world where a fully interconnected 19 movie Marvel cinematic universe is just a thing that exists. That's perfectly fine. I used to buy Comic Scene magazine back in the day. Like I was probably like six or seven, and it would have in the back like five or six pages just listing all the DC and Marvel characters and who owned the rights and what they were working on. And maybe it would happen and maybe it wouldn't. And Mm -hmm. 99.9% of those movies never got made. And if they did, they were fucking bad. (laughs) But you had hope though, man. Hey, do you remember how you felt watching predator two when they, you saw the alien head in the ship? Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) It's connected. It's connected. It's connected. Oh my God. Now look at you. <laughs> After watching two Alien versus Predator movies, I wish they weren't connected. Mm, but <laughs> but that is that is the worst movie I've ever seen in the movie theater was Electra. Um, obviously, I've seen much worse movies, but I enjoyed seeing them. So you know, The Room, uh, Blood Rain. Oh God, Blood Rain, <laughs> Dragon Wars. Yeah, Michael, Michael Madsen is drunk and clearly reading cue cards <laughs> off. <the camera. laughs> you can tell me. <laughs> that wig on that little extensions. <laughs> and Michelle Rodriguez starts off with a British accent and then like just slips right back into American within <laughs> like three lines. Straight from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> and Kingsley with the worst wig in the history of modern film. Oh my god, that is a I saw the movie theater. I had to drive like an hour and a half to find a theater playing it. Oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, I've seen some really bad movies. So, um, but yeah, Electra, it, it commits the cardinal sin of being a bad movie. That's not funny to laugh at. That's not interesting. It's just boring as fuck. Was it the same character from Daredevil? I mean, like, was it like like a sequel? Yeah. Or was it? Yeah, it was a quasi sequel. They never mentioned Daredevil in it. But mm-hmm, in okay. the director's cut, there's like a scene of a flashback of Ben Affleck. No, yeah, okay. he's in he does like he does like a force ghost. I did I I can admit I did actually watch Electra the director's cut. Uh, cuz I worked at a video store and it was free. Um but yeah, that's Affleck, what we needed was for it to be longer. <laughs> <laughs> Affleck does kind of show up in like a like a force ghost type of move where he's a uh, he, you know, says something to her and she's like, Matt, it's like you must go to Dagobah. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from Yoda. <laughs> You must go to Daredevil Director's Cut and learn from Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that is that is our answer, Ray. Uh, thank you for your question. And, you know, like I said, we try to answer a listener question every week. So slide into our DMs on social media or email us. So wizardpodcast at yahoo.com. And we'll try to answer it on the show. So let's uh, go ahead and just jump right into the main event of the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. All right. So we all had a chance to see Ready Player One. Um, What we'll do is just give some basic impressions and then we'll give a delineation of when we're going to start spoiling things and then we'll spoil the crap out of it. So right now we're not spoiling anything. 
How did you feel about the movie Montego? Okay, really quickly. You loved I, uh, it. Sat there <laughs> with jubilation. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so good as it erupted. And uh, this is the kind of shit that I want to see in the movies. And I was so happy all the way to the end. That's how I that's how I feel about it. <laughs> wow. All right. What about you, Mark? Uh, yeah, I liked it. And uh, I wrote a review. You can check out my uh, review on soulwizardpodcast.com. And then as the days went on after I saw it, in my mind, I started to like it even more to the point where like four days later, I'm like, I I need to go see this movie again. So uh, Mm. yeah, I think as time went on, I liked it even more. And what about you, Joey? Um, you know, I had zero interest in seeing this movie. <laughs> That's true. I remember that. <laughs> I didn't read the book. Did either of you guys read the book? Nope. Thank God. Cause I can't stand them people who always whine about the book being better than the movie. <laughs> read. What's that? <laughs> it's time for that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I didn't read the book, so there was no excitement for me for there. I didn't think the trailers were that great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was not interested outside of having to see it for the podcast. So, um, and I was pleasantly surprised. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I don't, it's not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination. And it definitely had some issues that we'll get into in spoilers, but I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. And it was definitely worth going to see in the movie theater. So Mm -hmm. I agree. All right, so that kind of wraps up what we can say without spoiling things. So Mark's going to play a sound drop, and when it's done, we're going to start spoiling the crap out of Ready Player One. So if you haven't seen it yet, uh, go out and check it out and come back. But you've listened enough now at this point where you count as a download, so it's okay if you don't want to come back. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. All right, Mark, take us through this guy. All right. So, you know, I, like I, I don't think I want to do like a play by play, but I, I, I do want to talk a little bit about the overall. Well, let's talk about the characters first. Um, I actually like the characters. I think that there's a few that didn't really get a chance to shine that much. Um, a couple of side characters, but I did like the main character, uh, the female lead character and a bad guy. Uh, I was a big fan of all of those characters. Uh Overall, Montego, what did you think of all of the characters in the movie? Um, I'm gonna agree with you 100. percent The the um, lead character, we uh, we know him as uh, Cyclops in the, the new X Men movies, and that's mm. the only other place that I've seen him from, right? And uh, I, 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 he he was great, you know. I, he was he did his job. I thought he was. Um, I, I really liked him. I, he he wasn't even clicheish to me, which which is a pitfall of, of characters like this that it, it can become that, but it didn't happen. And um, Artemis really liked her character, the bad guy. I mean, you couldn't have uh, got a, a more oily uh, <laughs> corporate salesman, you know, mm-hmm. than him, other than, you know, maybe Gary Oldman in a <laughs> that uh, Fifth Element. But, yeah, I, li- I like them. I like the side characters. I like the little, the clan. Um, oh, man, I liked all the characters. I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody who I really didn't like who, who seemed out of place. And the only people I can think of is maybe... The, the little thug woman yeah. um, character, you know, who was, you know, the corporate thug woman character. She she kind of looked seemed a little out of place. But other than that, I, I like them all, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Joy, what about you? What did you did you have a problem with any of the characters? Um, I didn't have a problem with the characters, per se. I thought everything was fine character wise. I it was I 
if this movie had been a hundred percent live action, it would be like a five out of five. Really? I could not get past the uncanny valley of them being uh, being full CG for so much of it, especially how stupid their avatars looked. Oh my god! But that's that's like the point, though, right? They, they, I, I know, I know. That's the whole point. You know, that's you know? like saying, you know, I would love the movie Avatar if everybody was green. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. You know, I understand that's a point, but I just I couldn't. There, it. There was a lot of times when I bought in and I was fine. And there were other points in the movie where it, like, I think when they went to the nightclub was really bad. Yeah. Um, it just looked like shit. And it was just like, oh, am I watching like Shrek 3 or something right now? Like, what is happening? So um, I didn't really have any problem with the characters. I, I will uh, take issue with Montego. I loved the uh, corporate hit woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, she was fine. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, because oh, she yeah. was smoking. <laughs> she was super fine. Don't get me wrong. I just... <laughs> shit. But. It's a weird movie for me because I thought it was too long, mm-hmm. but I also think it needed another 20 minutes, which is <laughs> a really weird statement. But like the first movie just starts and it's like, all right, we're going to spend five minutes explaining everything to you. Yeah, there was a lot of it starts off with a lot of exposition. Like it, it, almost, it was almost like he picked up the book and just started reading page one and just started going through all of it. But I did like the way that the uh the title card didn't show up until like five minutes into the movie. Like they completely yeah. envelop you into the world, let you know what's going on. And then like five minutes later, it's like, boom, ready player one. I thought that was kind of cool. And I knew that the uh, big guy was going to be a girl or fat or something. When mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, no, 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 no. It could be a yeah, 300 pound guy named Chuck. I didn't see the girl. I thought he was going to be like a little short white kid from like, you know, <laughs> from, it's from Richland or something. You know what I'm saying? I was like, no way. This is a this is a it's a black dude. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, no way. And then when I was saw was a girl, I was like, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the other thing that was ridiculous was when uh, Artemis is like, you won't like me in real life. I'm very disappointing. <laughs> then he meets her, and it's just a really cute girl with a birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, okay, I, I get I get you that one. I was like, hey, birthmark is kind of hot too. So get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But then this is that type of it's that type of movie where you already know the guy and a girl are going to get together like at the end, like those pieces are put in place. It's designed to fall that way. So it doesn't really matter. There's no way he's going to be like, oh, God, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) With Caesar in a real world and be like, oh, geez, that's it. Watch away from pretty funny uh, end of the movie. He's like, oh, gross. And just like left (laughs) credit. The end. (laughs) 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 All right. So. All right. So, Joey, you didn't like the. Um. You didn't like the computer-generated images. Um, I just thought that the, it, I just I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where I can watch a non-kids movie that's a hundred percent CG like that. Okay, all right. I I didn't have a problem with it at all. I mean, I can I can see where you're talking about in that dance that um the dance sequence, the nightclub scene. It was a little bit wonky, but there are so many other cool things that's happening in there that I just you know, I didn't even care at that point. Um, well. And I, I really did like one of the things that I really did like about it is that when you hear him talk in the real world, uh, you know, he's very like nebbish and nerdy, extra nerdy. But then like his avatar is like I thought it was two different actors. Like he did. A, he did a really good job of showing his confidence in his acting while he was inside of the, the game system. So I thought that was actually really cool. I enjoyed that. And hiding. Yeah. Good point. I um, I thought I, uh, I didn't, you know. 
we talking about the the um the computer generated stuff, and uh, you know I touched on it earlier. I think the the being a gamer and, and playing so many different video games, you know, from different times and stuff, mm-hmm. I, I bought into it so much because I was like, well, this looks like a game that I played like three years ago, you know, and yep. you know, and they said when they walked into the club that this was like the first one of the first uh, meeting places that that he invented the the, the person. Mm-hmm. So I assume it was deliberately and purposely looking like that because it was like done when the thing had first got invented and not, you know, hadn't, you know, not one of the newer things like that race. Cause the race was just looked awesome. You know, I didn't see any flaws in it. Right. How things changed, but that was a newer part of the system. And so I thought that going from different place to different place, because it was a video game thing, it gave him the, they allowed them to cheat, you know, and maybe it wasn't there, but because it was supposed to be an earlier version of the game or or, mm-hmm. or, the, or the world that they could like get away with it being just so simple and and just you know cheap looking, and mm-hmm. so I, I thought it worked. I, I I thought it worked really well. So I I thought when it worked, it worked really well. Just like you said, like the race sequences, fantastic. Um, the whole time they were in The Shining, it was fucking awesome. Shining was so good, that whole sequence, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and what was great about that was it was completely unexpected. They didn't show you any of that in the trailer. <laughs> no, you got that right. They didn't blow that one. That was great. I was like, wow, this is fucking great. Um, so, but when it worked, it worked. And there are other times where they're like hanging out talking and you're just like, oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so none of us read the book, but um, so we can't really compare how the story lands uh, compared to the other to the book itself. But what did you guys think of the story, like overall, the overall you know hero's journey of it, uh, Joey? It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it felt rushed, but it felt too long. I don't know how I can explain that, but like, <laughs> there were times where I was like, oh, and I would look at my phone and see how long I've been watching the movie. And there are other times where I was like, well, why can't we spend more time on the actual <laughs> trials? You know what I mean? Like, could we spend less time worrying about um, director Krennic running around trying to find <laughs> the girl with the uh, beauty mark and, mm. and spend more time on like the cool trials and like the race and the maze and the, you know, all that stuff. So director Krennic, <laughs> I just, I didn't even realize <laughs> God, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not real. Oh, boy. I'm like, he looks so familiar. Why? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Montego, what about you? What did you think of the the overall story? I loved it, man. Um, mm-hmm. I knew nothing about this um, this um, thing. And I, I heard people whining and groaning before the damn movie even came out about, you know, the book and how integral it was. Matter of fact, I think Tifflebot was whining about it because it was. I know it's a lot more than what the movie showed just from listening to her talk. Mm-hmm. And so I knew people would be upset, which I again I don't understand. Y'all know it's a movie; you can't, can't do it all, you know. So anyway, I, I I liked it, man. I liked the hero's journey. I, I liked, um, you know, him finding the keys. I, I agree with Joey. That part, that all of that stuff was great. But I I really like how they didn't keep you out of the real world the whole time. I like how they brought the real world in, and they had real consequences. For things that he was doing, like when he said his name and mm-hmm. when, you know, he bought the suit and, you know, his aunt and, and, and the scumbag boyfriend getting blown up. So there was real life consequences to what was going on. And so that cemented the whole thing for me that, you know, you could die, not because you're in a matrix, but because 
this is bigger than just a damn video game, even though the whole world was into video games, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I really dug the story. I, I've never seen nothing like it. And all you needed was uh, to be in the 80s with some bicycles and some little kids and it would have been perfect. You know, <laughs> that's all you needed. Yeah, I really did enjoy it as a hero's journey, too. I thought it it played very well compared to like, you know, like all, all the like the classic ones, Back to the Future and Star Wars and all of that stuff. I thought it worked really, really well with that. Um, and I love the score. I thought the the music in it was it was mm. perfect. I thought it was it, it took me right to the '80s um, and that that youthful kind of adventure feel. Um, I, I love the music in it. What did you guys think mm-hmm. of the music? Man, I was uh, I was waiting to see what they was gonna play next, man. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I remember that tune. I like that tune and uh, all of the '80s uh, references and stuff. You know, it was kind of funny that uh, well, I guess because the guy that was his. Uh, the times that he was alive, right? The, the 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 creator. So the whole thing was like kind of centered around the eighties and you know early nineties and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I was waiting for the next song they play. Waiting for the next song they was play. I was waiting to hear that Rush song that was in the in the um, in the track <laughs> that never came up, but still, it's still a cool song. So yeah, I think great great score, man. Just, uh, <laughs> loved it. All right, Joey, what about you, dude? Oh, it was awesome. And when they played Twisted Sister at the end, I was just like, <laughs> fuck yeah. I love Twisted Sister. <laughs> All right. So what was your favorite um, or some of your favorite 80s or 90s references that you saw in the movie mm. that kind of like hit your hit your fan, your fanboy button, Joey? Uh, Chucky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> the uh, Akira bike. Yep. And when he jumped, uh, the Asian kid jumped out of the plane and was like, take the form of Gundam. <laughs> it's just like, fuck, yes. <laughs> we finally got a we finally got a live action Gundam movie. <laughs> so, Joey, that, there you go. <laughs> right. That was the part I was talking about on Twitter, dude. He was because I know Aubrey's a big, big Gundam fan. He jumped out of the Serenity. Yeah, so he jumped out of the Serenity, turned into a Gundam and then fought Mechagodzilla. <laughs> That was a serenity. I didn't even pay attention. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! It was so much shit on the screen, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when she was uh, fighting those uh, drone troopers in the club, um, she had a pulse rifle from Alien. Right. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> this, this <damn> <laughs> All right, Montego. What about you, dude? What were some of your favorite uh, references that you saw in there? Oh my god! I saw a, a, a squad of Spartans, the Master Chief. That that mm-hmm. just blew me away, um, man. The, the the Back to the Future car, man. The, yes. the time machine. Just every time I saw it, I was just like, <gasps> you know, it just I just love that damn movie. I love the car, and um, he, when he hit the little hover mode with the car too, I was like, yes. oh, perfect, you know. <laughs> so stuff like, oh man, and um, damn man, it was so much stuff that they just kept showing stuff. But hands down, well, I guess this is this was the seventies, right? With The Shining, I think. Mm-hmm. Was it signing seventies? Yeah, but yeah, that whole sequence with the shining was just like it was just poetry and motion to me, man. I, when when they walked started walking down the stairs, and I was like, "Damn, oh <laughs> damn," <laughs> you know, and the, the blood and the twins and shit. I was like, "Oh boy, that was just great." So that that was my favorite. And then you saw Batman a little bit too in there, so a couple mm-hmm. times. So that was cool. Yeah, I love the fact that all five of the of the main uh, stars of it, they all had like a cool vehicle. Like he had the back to the future car and she had the oh. Akira bike. Um, yeah. And then H had the, uh, the Bigfoot, the Bigfoot truck. Yep. And then the two, the other two kids, one had the Mach five 
And then the other one had the the Smokey and a Bandit card, the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit. I'm like, these are the coolest five kids <laughs> in this freaking game. Love it. Love it. I didn't know that was supposed to be the Smokey and the Bandit card, but it was. It was a Trans Am. But yeah, mm-hmm. and it blew up at the end, right? Yeah, I right. Mean, <laughs> won the race. So yeah, cool. Yeah, that that and that shiny sequence like blew me away. I'm like, I thought this was a kid's movie. I thought this was a family movie. There is is, any, is anyone gonna get this? Is anyone gonna understand this? And then when like the blood started coming, I'm like, Oh my god! I'm like, How about the butt naked woman, you know, <laughs> with the glove right over the thing, and then covering the booty cheek yeah. over here. With it. <laughs> I'm like ready to put my hands over like other kids' eyes. Like y'all can't be watching this. I don't even know who these kids are. Like I can't be looking at this. This is shining. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that that blew me away. That blew me away. Um, yeah, seeing like RoboCop <laughs> and Batgirl. Yeah, he- Oh, he did pop out, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think one of my favorite parts, and I'm not even like a video game person at all, but one of my favorite parts is when uh, when it gets to to the end and him and the uh, the bad guy are fighting inside a digital world, you know, and the big the bad guy looks like Superman, he looks like a big jacked up Superman, and he's like beating up on the kid, and the kid is like, all right, this is my world, and then he like does like these nasty kicks and then hits him with the Street Fighter like fireball. I'm like, holy yeah, shit. Yes. <laughs> that was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I thought he was going to have a super suit on, man. I thought that, that was going to be the big reveal. I thought he was going to be like, ha ha, Superman. I'm, you know, so uh, yeah. that didn't happen. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I like all of the references in the movie I thought were amazing. So, uh, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I went to see it again. I saw it twice. I saw it on the biggest screen I could in 3D. And it's amazing. It's even more breathtaking that way. I didn't see it in 3D, but I know I need to see it in 3D. I'm, I'm supposed to go take my daughter probably tomorrow, so I'm. Gonna... I had to go see it in 3D because it was the only showing that fit into my schedule. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, it was good. It looked really good in 3D. I wasn't. I, I wasn't upset. Right. That's awesome. So, was there anything that you really, really hated about the movie, uh, Montego? Uh, anything that I hated about it. I, I know it, it did have some problems. It had it had a, a couple little story problems here and there, and um, mm, I can't really pinpoint it right offhand. But there there was some little things that happened. I was like, well, that's a story plot problem. But oh mm. well, just keep going with it. It's Spielberg, you know. We have done <laughs> something about it, you know. So it it was it was a couple little things here and there that that I knew that was like bull crap. Yeah, like he got over the the death of, of his aunt really fast. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it's like damn, she just got blown to bits, and you did like your aunt, and now you sitting here with the girl talking about how much you love her and stuff. So that that kind of, but then I was like, ah, it's not that kind of movie. It's it's you know it's a popcorn movie, so just go with it, have fun, you know. Oh yeah, his aunt's boyfriend had a Warhammer 40k armor on when he. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Joy, what about you, man? Was there anything that really I mean, other than the CG, which you already discussed. Yeah, I mean, the CG and I also the end of the movie. Yeah, it it almost felt like uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Like it felt like it ended five times in a row. (laughs) It was okay. We saved everybody. Now we're in a van. Now somebody else is coming into the van. Now I'm kissing the girl. Now someone else is coming into the van. (laughs) Now they're leading away director Krennic. Now he's getting punched in the face. Now I was like, okay, credits. And now <laughs> Simon Pegg is coming to talk to us. And, and now, you know, Mary and Pippin are coming and jumping on the bed. Um, <laughs> you know, it just, it kept going and going and going. And then, um, they did H dirty at the end. 
Because they, like, the police officers are like, can you give us a statement? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. I mean, and, and that's fine. But then they have like this hero shot of the rest of them walking out of the van. <laughs> she over there with the cops. She's right out of the van. She didn't, get to, she didn't get the slow motion walk after all that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I thought that, that too. I was like, damn, she over there talking to the cops of all things. Oh, boy. <sighs> so that was slightly annoying. But, you know, other than that, I didn't really have any problems with it. I wonder why they couldn't get any other characters from Overwatch other than Tracer. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. And Mark has no idea what we're talking about. No idea what you're yeah. talking about. Yes, I, yeah. Well, I, you know, it's probably a bunch of licensing problems. That's what Tiff was talking about, that it was it, it, the book pretty much had everything in the world. And, it, you know, I was really surprised we didn't get a single reference to The Matrix. I mean, I know it's a 90s movie, but it was you know pretty nerdy. Yeah, um, not big. And, oh well, yeah, they have movie stuff in there everywhere. Robocop. Uh, WB owns the Matrix, so yeah, that's a good point. That's what I thought was going to happen at the end. <laughs> yeah, I think that might have been a little too on the nose. It'll be in Ready Player Two. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, please don't. Please just, <laughs> just leave it alone. Just like the Matrix, don't don't make another one. Just let it be. You know, don't touch it. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I really didn't like about it was the the whole thing with the aunt. The aunt and the, the boyfriend. I thought that. I mean, I like those characters, but I thought that whole kind of setup and ending. It just, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't land quite right. Said again. What do you mean? It like you, they introduced them and they were okay, but I didn't feel like like there was any kind of emotional uh, when they when they when the whole thing blew up. I didn't feel like they really. I don't feel like I didn't feel the weight of that through him mm. at all. Got it was a very like. Uncle Owen on Baru. It's like, oh, they're dead? All right, I'm out of here. I'm going to go do my own thing. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, it, he got over too quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, I don't, I'm not sure what they could have done to make it better, but I didn't quite, it didn't, that scenes, those scenes didn't quite land for me. Um, you, but, you know what they could have did better? I, they could have let him and the aunt have, have a heart to heart talk somewhere before she died. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because it was just the, the exchange with them. You know, she really seemed kind of like a piece of shit in my, you know, she wasn't, but the way, you know, it just wasn't a good setup. Yep. And like they had that one little, you know, why do you put up with this guy? But if you would have let them like, let her show that they really loved each other some kind of way, you know, like, hey, kiddo, you know, I love you something. It would have probably had more weight for everybody, but they never did that. So yeah. I think that was probably a mistake. Yeah. And like the last contact he has is talking to the, the jerk boyfriend who's like, don't call her again. That's, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. If you would have talked to the aunt, that probably would have been enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So, yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, I guess we can give our our overall ratings for it. Um, unless yeah. there's anything else you guys want to say about it. No, I'm good. All right. So let let's go with overall ratings. Uh, let's start with our guest Montego. Uh, How does this work? out of this out go? of five? Out of five. Out of five. Yeah. Out of five. Uh, even though it's spring and not summer, summertime movie watching. If if you like movies, like if you like to go to the movies and just have a good time with the movies and, and leave your brain at the door, I, I'll give it a, a four point five, man. Ooh, yeah, I, I'll put it up there. I I've been looking forward to this movie and it didn't disappoint me at all. I kind of thought it was gonna be like this, and I got exactly what I wanted. So I'm, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, Joey. What about you, sir? I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Um, like I said at the beginning, not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I certainly had a lot of fun. I really liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, just that part with The Shining was almost worth the price of admission itself. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I would definitely say this is worth going to see in the movie theater. Three and a half out of five. Awesome. All right. And um, I already gave my review on a website. It's I'm keeping it at a four out of five. Oh, I almost want to. I almost want to give it a four point five because it is like that. That whole race scene with King Kong and the, oh, the dinosaur Kong. from Godzilla. I'm like, this is this is so much fun. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a, a four, a very high four out of five. That's where I'm gonna leave it. All right. Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's wrap things up. We'll give Montego a chance to. Uh, Pimp his wares of where we can find him on a regular basis and maybe give a recommendation out there for the listeners. So tell us where we can find more fans on Patrol Montego. All right, man. If uh, you want to listen to our show, you want to come check us out for everything Fans of Patrol, you can go to fansofpatrol.com. You can reach us uh, via email at fans at fansofpatrol.com. Um, you can, we're always on social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, anything at fans up on patrol and we kind of like bust up who who's on what I'm kind of like the Facebook person and, and Twitter and uh, the other two are kind of on Instagram. Um, we, you can listen to us. Spotify is our newest on one. We're actually on, on um, Stitcher, Satchel, Google play Podbeam is our, our big hub, Apple podcast, tune in and uh, go leave us a review on there and Tiffle about to read it on the air and make you famous. That's it. Fans on patrol. Awesome. Uh, any recommendations for the listeners out there? I got a big one, man. I got a big Uh-oh. recommendation. If you if you if you like hip hop, if you like rap, or if you don't, Roxanne Shante came on uh, Netflix. Roxanne, uh, man, some Roxanne, Roxanne. Check that shit out. If you like to get down, go listen to Roxanne, man. I mean, go w- watch that movie. It was really good. I couldn't believe how good it was. And so. Uh, old school, uh, um, mid '80s uh, vibe on everything. Excellent movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Uh, how about you, Mark? Uh, that's so strange, Montego. I'm so glad you're on the show because I was also gonna recommend Roxanne, Roxanne on oh, Netflix. There you go. <laughs> so good. Is the real Roxanne involved in this? Nah. <laughs> Well, she she's you know it's about her life, so she's like a you know she was a story consultant. She jumped on jumped on and told the actress what to do. Um, but yeah, it's you know I was like I, I didn't I had no idea about this movie at all until I saw the trailer like a few months ago, and I'm like, holy shit, this is really happening. Uh, yeah, so it dropped this week. It's on Netflix. Roxanne, Roxanne. Uh, yeah, if you like old school hip hop, if you enjoyed the get down, uh, Netflix is filled with like old school documentaries, and I love that shit. So uh, yes, mm-hmm. Roxanne, Roxanne on Netflix, check it out. Yep, awesome. Well, I will uh, suggest everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page. Netflix picks, streaming picks, movie reviews from Adam and Mark Ellis. And lots of other cool stuff, too. SoWizardPodcast.com. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just about any podcatching app under the sun, live internet streaming radio. You can catch us on Thursdays on PowerCast 97.9. And, uh, yeah, that's that's where you can find So Wizard Podcast. Uh, I will recommend that people, if you're in the area, you head on out to the Albany Capital Center, April 6th through the 8th. For Empire State Comic Con, we'll be there as press, and we will be trying to bring you a lot of cool content. 
as well as hanging out with our friends like the Angry Geek Show and uh, Massachusetts Ghostbusters and uh, some other people possibly. So we'll see how that goes. Um, if you haven't watched Voltron yet, for the love of God, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's that. Uh, next week, uh, we'll, I don't know what we're going to do next week. We might talk about Empire State Comic Con. We might talk about Aubrey's Day at Awesome Con. But we'll certainly have a lot of fun. Montego, huge shout out to you for coming on the show. It's been a blast. Man, thank y'all, man. I, I mean, I love, I love doing cross, I love doing crossovers with the Nerd Podcast Mafia, and uh, I haven't been on this show in a whole long time, <laughs> and so so happy to be back, man. I had a ball, man. You know, it's just like family, man. I, I, I don't, there's no nervousness at all. I don't feel awkward. I, ain't, I don't feel like I'm doing too much. I feel good. So thank well, you. Maybe we'll have you come back and watch House of the Dead with us. Oh boy. Oh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll I think it's like, all right, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing Mark. You're going to have to watch that again, probably. Oh, God. Awesome. I, I don't ever want to watch that movie ever again. <laughs> awesome. Well, you have been listening to episode number 191 in a row of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Uh, shout out to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was just recently in a hospital. Uh, just so uh, everyone can remember, he did play Mr. Freeze, and he was awesome in it. Wakanda forever. And filling in for Aubrey this week, Mr. Montego. I don't care. <laughs> good job good job <laughs> you've been listening to so wizard podcast we'll see you next week good journey remember the simpsons seasons one through nine remember logging on to america online remember highlander and highlander 2 remember star trek we certainly do 